0: Hour.
1: Hey, I'm happy to be here.
0: You were guest number 35 on the regular happy hour. Oh, and okay. I remember feeling, I think it was around like last spring that we did that. Mm-hmm. And we laughed so much because we talked about sex with our kids. <laughs> Not that sounds awful talking about sex with our kids. I mean, we just died. It was just so funny.
1: I know. And wouldn't our kids die to know that we were talking oh, about my it gosh. publicly? crawl that we under a rock say sex
0: publicly exactly <laughs> that word that thing that you do that I can't believe you ever do yes
1: I know I said something yesterday in the car on the way home to Caroline I said something about my period and she was like stop just stop
0: and I was like <laughs> <laughs> sorry this is but a reality I'm... we're gonna have to talk about girlfriend <laughs> yeah but then it makes me want to say it more oh you know? of course so. of course there was um you know, three boys. And so there was like a box yeah. of tampons, but you wouldn't have known it was whatever. It was on the counter. Okay. So wow. one of my boys was like, what is this? Oh, And Aaron looked at me and goes, what is it? And then he said to my son, he's like, Deacon, listen, if you want to know, we'll tell you. But once you know, you can't unknow. <laughs> and so I'm like the worst mom. I went through the whole thing like once a month, our thing has oh. to like get out. And my kids, yeah. like they turned white, my boys. They're like, does this happen every month for you? And I was like, every single month. <laughs> it was just the best. And then after I did my whole spiel, Aaron went, I told you, you can't yeah. know what you just heard. <laughs> That's it. Your life your life will never be the same. Never be the same. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, speaking of life never being the same, this happy half hour is sponsored by Prep Dish. And Prep Dish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service. Hello, how much do we mamas need these? So Uh, much. So much. Every week, Allison, the chef, she emails you. This is what she emails you. It's a lifesaver. A grocery list. Hello, half the problem. She emails you a grocery list, and then she emails you what to do with those groceries when you get home. Hello, another part of the problem. And then you put them all in the fridge, and then you have meals for the whole week. Oh, my gosh. That's the best thing ever best thing ever and you can get paleo or gluten-free because you know that's what we all need these days and um it just makes shopping it makes meal planning so much easier and it's great in the school year for sure but let's talk about how awesome that is in the summer like oh yeah i can't i can't think about meals like i just i don't want to have to think about it the only thing we can think about in the summer is like when are we going to be at the pool yeah yeah and can we eat
1: chicken fingers (laughs) at the pool again tonight yes can we get away with that again right
0: how often can we eat that at the pool Uh, that's a lifesaver. Yeah, so Prep dish is awesome. If you go to com slash happy hour, you get uh, your first month for just $4, which is so, so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Okay, Melanie, thanks for coming on. This is how we do these shows over here is I ask you a list of questions. We go down the list and we chat. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. All right, Red. what is something that you have read, watched, or heard lately that you cannot stop recommending to other people? You can do all three or you can pick one.
1: Okay, I'm going to tell you, I, I have... I have one thing that is brand new for me, and I'm so embarrassed, but Sophie got me on it, but it's the show Southern Charm on Bravo. Well, I don't even know, so I'm behind too. I didn't even know about this. It's in its third season. It is a group of like young 30-somethings in Charleston, and it's a reality show. Oh, well,
0: how it, much better can it get?
1: It, it can't really get any better than this. And there's, it's Shep and Cameron, and then there's an older, the mom is Patricia, who was apparently used to be like a New York socialite who partied with the Trumps on Long Island. Oh. It's, it's everything I could ever want in the show. <laughs> she, she has a butler who she says like, get me my medicine. And he brings her like a martini. It's oh,
0: that's her medicine.
1: That's her medicine.
0: Yeah, that's what and we read in the summer. She, yes,
1: she has a butler. It's so mindless, but it's it's been the perfect thing because I'm trying to finish a book right now, and so I need something that is totally and completely mindless, and yes. it has fit the bill. So, and it's real southern. So like everything, like the guys wear a lot of red pants, uh-huh, you know, yeah. with like uh, gingham shirts with like all you know alternate of like course. cuffs and collars. Uh-huh. So I'm loving that. Um, I'm loving Justin Timberlake's new song. Can't <gasps> me stop too. the feeling. I can't,
0: I can't stop the feeling.
1: No, I cannot stop the feeling. It's, I play it over and over and over. and I really don't want to burn out on it before summers because <laughs> it's know. like my song of the summer, yeah. you know?
0: Now tell me this. I play it at home when there's no one around and dance.
1: Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was oh, like,
0: yeah. I can't wait till the kids get home because I just need to show them. And I like try to learn the moves of the yeah. people that are dancing all by <laughs> myself. Um, it's like a pick me up. It really is.
1: It is. It puts. You, it immediately puts you in a good mood. Like it's, immediately. Yeah, I, I'm so happy about it. Like I don't. I can't remember the last time I've liked a song like instantly that much.
0: And I. I did have to confess to Aaron. Like I really did. I was like, I. Ha, I need to confess. Is that I really think Justin Timberlake is really cute. And he oh was my like, God. um, he's so cute. I know, so cute. He's like, do you, is it okay that we watch the video in the house? I'm like, oh yeah, totally. I can watch it. I just need to let you know my feelings about him. Is that he's such a cutie.
1: Yeah, he's and and here's the thing. I think he gets like sleeper of the decade because when he was like wearing all denim and hanging out with Brittany, you never would have said that's the NSYNC member who's really going to stand out. No, fifteen years from now, no. But but he is. He's the whole thing. But But I think I remember the denim with the wife and and the baby. He's Mm -hmm. like seems like a pretty good guy.
0: He does seem like it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. We don't
0: know, but he does seem like it.
1: No, that's yeah. So I don't know based on, I mean, I've seen him in concert <laughs> and I thought, man, he seems like a really nice guy. There you go. So
0: are you reading anything? Are you a reader when you write?
1: Um, you know what? I normally I am not, but I have been this time and I don't know why, but I th- I think it's because I always, I tend to read a lot more in the summer just because yes. I, I slow down on the blog and I usually am not doing a book in the summer. And so I kind of got in that like mode of, I was dying to read. And so I've just, in the last like two weeks, I've read Eligible, um, which is the new Curtis Sittenfield book. That's a modern day takeoff of Pride and Prejudice. I saw that. Yes. I really liked it. It's good. It's, it's quirky, but I liked it. And then, um, I read a book called The Fortune Hunter, which was pretty good. It's all, it's kind of Downton Abbey, British, you know, 19th century. Okay. And then I just finished The Nightingale have you read the night no, no Kristen, Hannah I feel like everybody has read it I'm glad that you have it but if it's this was I, I made a crucial error because you know I'm trying my books are always kind of light and uh, uh-huh. be uh-huh. funny for the most part well this one is about the holocaust and so it was a really bad
0: call oh it like brings it down a couple notches
1: it was like and I don't really know what I was thinking reading because I knew that's what it was about yeah but, it was so sad. I mean, it was so well written, and I've I really, heard it's fabulous. It's so good. Like, I can't recommend it enough. But if you're, it's not like I just want to take this on like a weekend
0: with my girlfriend <laughs> right. and like have
1: because I mean, you'll it's end not up a like beach read. No, because y'all will get in the wine and you'll end up being like, "What is the purpose of life? <laughs> Humanity is so cruel. What's the? How do we go life? on
0: from here? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, so,
1: but if you're looking for just a great read, it is really good.
0: Okay, can I ask you what you're writing about?
1: I, uh, but, well, you can. I don't know that yes. I can give you a succinct answer.
0: Okay, well, if you can't give me an answer, just tell me like a, just whatever you can give me, and when your new book comes out.
1: Okay, the the gist is is that it's ultimately not the big things in life, but it's the small things in life okay, that's about it. appreciating the daily
0: small to, small moments. Which is why um, you read the book about the Holocaust. Yeah, how I you wish of
1: course. You know, just because now the I small things in like, life. Yeah, that I don't have to make coffee out of acorns. There you go. <laughs> have invaded, so I can appreciate that. So that's the gist of it. But it's not coming out until October of two thousand seventeen. That's the craziest thing
0: about books that I'm learning.
1: I know it's it's forever. It's like the forever. longest. Like, and it's funny because I switched publishers this time, and so I was kind of on a roll, which was why I was able to have like one book a year. Mm-hmm. Because you have to kind of get in there. You don't realize how early they pre sell oh, books. It's crazy. And so anyway, October 2017, which just seems like a whole other lifetime away. Yeah.
0: Forever away. Okay,
1: good. How do
0: you recharge?
1: You know, I just have to be by myself. Like my favorite way to recharge is just to be at home by myself with nobody here. Hmm. So is
0: that like, I mean, do you, do you find yourself recharging like even during the day when Caroline's at school or is it something where you have to like intentionally think about, I'm going to spend this time recharging?
1: Um, no, I feel like I pretty much can look at my week and kind of go, okay, like depending on what I have going on where I'm like, you know what, Monday is going to be my day that I'm going to allow myself to do nothing. Mm. And so that usually is my day because Mm -hmm. after the weekend, it seems like we've been busy, we've had stuff, we've been going. And so like Monday, and so even if I'm here and it doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything, but like, even if I'm just kind of doing my laundry, folding clothes, like just mindless stuff, but I don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. That's, that's it for me. That's good. I just need to completely
0: shut down. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Okay. What's a specific app or gadget or piece of technology that you cannot live without and why? Well, I think for sure my phone is, right.
1: I mean, I couldn't even function without my phone at this point. It's my lifeline, but I just, so this new thing is coming to San Antonio today actually is the first day and Sophie, they got it in Birmingham first and she's been telling me about it, but it's called shipped and it's a grocery delivery service. I've heard y'all talk about it. I, I can't even tell you how excited I am about it. I feel like it's it's funny because I told Perry, my husband, about it. I said, listen, I said, I've already signed up for it. It's grocery <laughs> delivery. I said, they deliver it to our door. And I was like, I feel like my full transition into complete hermit will now be complete. You
0: don't have to leave.
1: I don't have to leave my house for anything. No.
0: Between favor and shipped, I get what? food delivered to <laughs> yes. everywhere want. <laughs> This is – okay, and I always feel like, like I've had the service done a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like just recently I did it. I was going to do prep dish that I told you about where I was going to do the meal. So I just went through and clicked everything I needed, yeah. and then it showed up. How easy was that? But I feel like I can save money on groceries even with the added fee that they might charge you because yes. I'm just going to get exactly what I need. That's what everybody keeps saying, is they like
1: you end up saving money because you don't end up throwing all that stuff in your cart where exactly. you're like, Oh, these are some new Cheez Its. Those look good. <laughs> Let's you know, try you, this. Got... Yeah. And I'm so bad about doing that. And oh, so me too. I feel like it makes me and now I'm like I can go on Pinterest and like, you know, put whatever recipe that I've just come up with and then I can add it to my list and then I'll have my stuff. I've always said like I really don't mind the process of cooking. It's the going to the store to uh. get the ingredients is what is such a beating to me.
0: It feels like these days going to the grocery store is like the hardest thing I can imagine. I hate going to the grocery store. Like I just dread it. And right. I don't know
1: why I just, the whole thing, I get overwhelmed. I always end up forgetting something. Oh,
0: always. The one you thing know? you went for, you forget.
1: Yes. And then I get home and I'm in the middle of cooking something. And I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> like the other night we didn't have flour. How do you even run out of flour? <laughs> I don't even know. That's like not a real thing, but I was like, we don't have flour like so, a very like staple ingredient yes, You're like we're out it runs of it out of flour and i was like we don't have any flour mm. in the house so i'm super so shipped i feel like it's going to be my new bff for Kay. the summer
0: i love it yeah and if you could give them to even like deliver to the pool oh even better even like, better I've got coolers in the back of my car. You just put my, <laughs> put my milk in exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. We'll be here all day. Yes. Oh. Um, okay, Melanie, what's a dream that you had for yourself when you were younger that never came true? Like, either you had to let it go or just some circumstances forced you to let it go?
1: I. That's a tough one. I really feel like, uh, part of me was like, did I not have dreams for myself? <laughs> did, I, did I not dream? Um, I think if if there was anything I envisioned, I think that I envisioned myself with a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Like, it's funny to me still sometimes that I'm like, how did I end up with an only child? Because I did not set out to be an only child person. Right. Um, and I'm not, and just for those of y'all that don't know, I mean, it it is by choice. I mean, I didn't have fertility issues mm-hmm. that I know of or anything like that. It just... We really felt like after we had Caroline, like as time went on, we were like, this is our family, yeah. like it's complete. And mm-hmm. so, and and I really think that that was God knowing me better than I know myself, because mm. I don't know that I could have handled the chaos of a lot of kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I can be the mother to one really well. I don't know that I could have been the mother to three really well, but I think that falls into when you're younger, you don't know how hard motherhood is. Oh, do you not? I mean, you know, yeah. So you don't. You just are like, oh, I'm going to have these like. For me, it was like I was going to have five kids and mm-hmm. I was going to name them Andy and Candy and Sandy <laughs> and Mandy, of course, and Randy, which is probably why God didn't
0: allow for that dream to come true. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so.
1: But you don't know how oh. hard it would be to get to Bandy and Candy and Randy <laughs> and Sandy's baseball games and pack all those lunches every right. day. Right. You know, and to manage that chaos mm-hmm. and how expensive it is. In every, so anyway, that's probably the the part
0: of my grown-up life that looks probably different. That looks than different I've, than you thought. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, you've written about friendships in your um, book, what was it called? Tell me real
1: quick. Um, Nobody's
0: cuter than you. you. Um, And so when you think about like great friends, um, what are some of the characteristics that make them so special for you?
1: To me, when I look at my closest friends, I think our biggest things are we show up for each other Mm -hmm. no matter what, Mm -hmm. you know, we're there to celebrate the good and to grieve during the bad Mm -hmm. and the hard stuff of life. Um, I feel like we're loyal to each other. Like we're just so true. There's not any of that drama of or any of us going to talk about the other one or mm-hmm. say things that aren't true or real? Um, and just that they're, and I think that they're funny. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me. I like to have funny friends. Yeah.
0: I loved, and I think I told you this, I'm sure that I had read your book before we talked, before we chatted, because I, yeah, I think I told so. you um, that it was a really uh, emotional book for me. I cried through a lot of it, which I know mm-hmm. that you're not like a writer who's wanting people to cry through your whole books. Um, But just in talking about the friendships and how you value them, that was such a great book for me to read. Um, And I know last time we chatted, we talked about your friend Jennifer. Can you give me a little update on how she's doing? She is.
1: She's hanging in there. Um, She is. um, You know, it's funny because I got to spend some time with her in April. We were actually met in Houston because she went to go see some doctors at the Baylor Cancer Center there. And um, we had such a great day. Like, it was so funny. Gull- My best friend Gully was with us. And we went. And like, we shopped at Anthropology after. And she had so much energy. And within 12 hours of getting back home to Dallas, she was in the hospital for pain that they couldn't control. And mm. she was um, stayed there for 14 days. Wow. Isn't
0: that crazy how it's that sickness can crazy. just take over your body like that and yeah. change within a, 12 hours?
1: So quick. Where It was like one minute she was like her old self bossing us, telling us what we needed to try on an mm-hmm. anthro and pulling stuff and, and then for her to be that sick and so um, it's you know the cancer's everywhere so they're doing radiation just to try to um, get these lesions that are in her bones and mm. um, so she's I I I think they've got her pain mostly under control, but she's real weak. I don't yeah. think she can, you know, um, we're going to go see her in June when school gets out, but well, she good. just can't really do much. So, but thanks for asking. She's yeah. Hanging in there. Thank I have
0: you. another friend who is also a good friend of hers, Denise Stevens. And so okay. I think that yeah, I get updates on yeah. her through her as well. So yeah. 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 Thinking so, about her. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Jamie. Yes. Thanks. Um, okay. So what's some of the best advice you've ever received?
1: I think, the best advice, I mean, for parenting advice, I just think it's choose your battles. I mean, right. Which is just such a, that sounds so simple. Um, but it's, I mean, even just this past week, we had this thing with Caroline where it's, as a parent, you really try to decide like, how hard do you push them versus how much do I let her just deal with the consequences Mm. of her choices, you know, but, but realizing as a parent, like she doesn't understand how long reaching or far reaching those consequences may be, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just, I I think it's choosing your battles is to me, it's helped me put a lot of stuff in perspective. I don't fight her on what she wears. You know, I've I've never been that kind of mom, even when she was little, it's like, I just, I can't do the, you know, in a perfect world, I would love for you to have bows in your hair and all that stuff. (laughs) And she doesn't seem
0: like the girl that's going to go for that.
1: She has never (laughs) been a girl
0: with bows in
1: her hair. And so, I just learned early on like I I just really and I think what goes in line with that is choose your own battles and I've got to let her be her mm. and she's not a mini me like yeah. she really is her own unique person and I've got to let her be that and not try to make her into what I think That's so good. You know, I
0: always feel like people understand that I choose my battles when they see my daughter in her clothes because they don't match. And she just has on the most outlandish outfit, but she is so happy and proud of it.
1: Yes, that's it. And I'm like, that's the
0: least of my concerns today is what she's wearing. Yeah, I can't deal with that. I cannot deal with that. No. no,
1: I, if I, as long as I can make her into like a kind, productive member of society, like I'm going to focus on that. And there if she needs go. to do that, wearing like cowboy boots and whatever, then more power to more her. More
0: power to her. Yeah. Um, Melly, what's one thing that you do that's directly to t- tied to your success? Oh, that's a good
1: question. Um, you know, I think you've just got to put in the work. I mm-hmm. mean, and I'm not a real, um, I'm not a real disciplined person. Um, And I'm not a type A person. So I'm not organized. I'm not any of those things. But I think that when I know I've got to get something done, I sit down and do it. I mean, like, even like writing the books, I always think, and I tell people this all the time, there are so many more talented writers out there, I have no doubt, who write better stories and tell better stories and all that stuff. But it really is, is who's going to sit down and put their feet to the floor Mm. and go to the keyboard and do it. Yeah. and something about the writing drives me to the point where, like, I'll make myself do that. And um, I'm not good about making myself work out. I'm not good about making <laughs> myself eat healthy. I'm not good about any of those things. But I will, I will sit, sit and down do- and write. And that really is, that's the key. You've got to, whatever it is that you're doing, you've just got to do it. Yeah.
0: When you sit down and write, do you sit down and write for hours at a time? Do you go away for days? How does that, how do you do writing a book?
1: I don't go away for days. I really sit for like hours at a time though. Mm -hmm. That's kind of my, like my days when I know we're going to be writing days, like I'll get my cup of coffee and I'll let myself do like my Facebook, my Twitter, you know, Mm -hmm. do all that kind of stuff. And then I'll sit. But uh, like, I really, I really need like a good four hour stretch to get something done. And
0: you do it at home or do you go to a coffee shop?
1: You know, in the past, I've always gone to a coffee shop, but this book, I've been home. I've okay. stayed home. Okay. I thought uh, I heard
0: you say one time you went to like you had yeah, your like, I, favorite used, Starbucks.
1: Yeah. I always used to go to Starbucks and stuff, but it's like they changed up one of my Starbucks and the other one got too loud and then I just got too distracted. And so I've this time I've stayed home and I don't know why it's worked better, but I've just, I've stayed home. So I really, I've like worn like an indention in my couch where I love sit. I love it. I love I, it.
0: So. Hey, what's a pet peeve that you have?
1: Oh, a pet peeve um i don't know what is a pet peeve i don't like seeing men's feet in restaurants does that count as a yes, pet yes that does count as
0: one <laughs> is it just in restaurants or is it in the, at like at the at the movies at the grocery store what is it
1: i really don't i, I really don't like feet in general uh-huh so like anybody's feet, but, it, it but I realize sandals, we live in South Texas. So it's yeah. a way of life. I'm not saying I don't think men should wear sandals. My husband wears sandals. I get it. It's a whole thing, but just sometimes like I just, if I'm in a restaurant in particular, I'm about to eat a meal. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see your feet. Like I don't, so it's, I purposely like, I, I don't look down. Like if I look and I can see that there's a man in sandals, because the thing is, is I feel like women by and large, if they're wearing sandals, they're going to have some, some, some nice painted nails.
0: Right. That's we're not going to wear sandals without our feet looking like they need to be seen. No,
1: but I feel like men will just have just some <laughs> janked up feet and they'll <laughs> put them in sandals. I don't see it,
0: and you don't need to see it.
1: No, I don't want to see it in a restaurant. I that mean, that is it, so funny. Yeah, it makes me lose my appetite. Like I could start <laughs> feeling sick.
0: Uh, the a couple of months ago, I posted like this picture of like my new kittens. And I think I was also showing my off my new sandals. Yes. And obviously, it was a picture of my feet. And my girlfriend, Jessica sent me a text. And she's like, I cannot handle seeing your feet on no. my Instagram feed. Stop posting pictures of your feet. And I was like, I never even thought about it. But some people really do hate feet. Yeah, I
1: really, I really am one of those. Like when, remember when it was like when Instagram was really like a, you know, just at the height of everything a couple of years ago, and it was like everybody would do the feet picture, like at the beach. At the beach, yeah. And I was like, I don't need to see one more person. I'm so happy for you that you're at the beach, but show me a palm tree. Show me like your drink, but don't show me your feet. I don't. Oh, it's care. the best. I just, I don't want to see them. It's and now best.
0: sometimes I, I want to put up a picture of my feet and I'll tag her and now I'll tag you. So just so you Perfect. know, I'll be that friend. Yeah. <laughs> just feet. Just there oh, they are. Oh, I love it so much. I love your people's pet peeves. They crack me up. <laughs> that's Yeah. That's probably my biggest one. Oh, uh, okay. So what are you struggling to do these days? And uh, I mean this in a funny everything. way. Nothing serious. Every, you know
1: what, you know what dawned on me this morning, like. Um, and my best friend Gully and I always say, like you know, like the height of first world problems is like when you're using your Clarisonic and you realize the battery's not charged, and it's like <laughs> and you're like, gah! I mean, how hard does my life have to be? I can't take it. <laughs> it's like my own personal holocaust. That my yes. Clarisonic cannot buff my face. But this morning I had one of those moments because Caroline's on this her favorite thing for breakfast right now is she wants Nutella on toast with cut up strawberries. <laughs> yes. And so every morning when I go into Wake up, I'm like, good morning. I was like, what do you want for breakfast this morning? Like Cheerios? And she's <laughs> like, oh, I want Nutella on toast. And this morning I thought, I realize that people have much, but I was like, I cannot toast this bread and put this Nutella on it and cut up these strawberries one more morning. Like it's
0: just boring. Oh, you're like, I can't do it. It's too much effort. I'm, I'm like, over well, it. I can't,
1: what happened to like, can't we just like have a muffin that we bought at the store? Like. Spreading this Nutella
0: is just it's way saying. too much to ask. Especially yeah. at the end of the school year. Now, when the school year starts next year, you're gonna like spell stuff out with those strawberries. <laughs> oh, you know it. I'll make a smiley face yep. with the strawberries.
1: <laughs> we'll add in maybe some kiwi. We'll like do the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, and here's the thing, she's never been a kid. It's not like I'm having to even get up and make like eggs and bacon. I yeah. mean, we're talking about spreading something on some toast. Right. But it just this morning I thought I'm so tired of making this Nutella with it. strawberries. I
0: cannot do it anymore. In struggle. the summer, will she, will she get up and like make her own breakfast?
1: Um, she'll get up. You know, summer. We really. She's like me. She's a night owl, and so we tot- Now that she's older, we get on this schedule. We're like we put Perry to bed at like ten o'clock, and she and I will stay up till like two in the morning, <laughs> like binge watching TV shows. Yeah, yeah. watching shows and, and then like, sleeping. Like we're watching Parks and Rec this year, this summer because we've, ne- we've the never best. seen it. And then Gilmore Girls. So we've kind of got our shows and then she likes to read. So some nights we'll read our books, but we'll stay up till like two in the morning. And so when we really get in our full summer schedule, she won't even wake up till like 11. This is the best. And so sometimes we'll just get up and go straight to Chick-fil-A, you know, so there's (laughs) like like
0: breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. You even miss a breakfast Chick-fil-A. You got to go straight to lunch.
1: Yeah. We go straight to the nuggets. So yeah. So she kind of, but yeah, in the summer she fins first, you know, it's
0: kind of more like here's what we have. You Uh can go fix yourself something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. I got one more question for you. Okay, and then we'll go. Be- and it's not even on the list. You recently in the past year, I think, got two puppies.
1: Yes. Two. It's been two years. They're two, two years, years old. old. Okay. Yes.
0: When this comes out on Sunday, I will be picking up a puppy. No. I know. <gasps> what we- kind? It's a Labradoodle.
1: Oh, that, that those are the best dogs. They're so cute. I know. They're I
0: know. so cute. So Everybody I, who has one loves them. I need your best puppy advice because it's like we're bringing in a newborn. Yeah. it.
1: I can't even tell you. Like, we got our puppies. That's funny because when we got these two years ago, it was about the same time of year. We got them like a week before school got out.
0: And we thought the summer's a good time, right? The kids are home. It's laid back. Am I the, right or wrong? The,
1: the summer is a good time because of those reasons, but I will say that I grieved that summer because it was like, I have ruined my summer because these stupid puppies get me up at like six <sighs> o'clock in the morning, every morning. Uh,
0: uh-uh. I'm, I'm not even looking forward to this. To
1: like let them out. And they would, and you know, they don't know yet. And y'all kind of, y'all kind of moved, you live kind of far out, yeah, right? Uh-huh. You don't live in like a neighborhood. No. Right. See, and that was our whole thing is we couldn't just put them outside. They slept inside, but we couldn't put them outside because then they would bark at all the neighbors at like 630 in Uh the morning. So you can't. So y'all won't have that problem. Right. Um, So maybe it'll be better for you. I just, I'm just going to say anything that you love in your home, like any kind of rug (laughs) or shoes or Whatever, just you just need to know that either you sacrifice them or you're gonna need to have them
0: <laughs> with something. You just need to know your two options. You just
1: need to know that any shoes that you love could get ruined. Oh uh, my gosh, I can't believe you got two puppies. I, well, we were only gonna get one. And so, then what happened? I don't
0: I didn't hear about this. Well,
1: we we went to go get them. They're blue laces, uh-huh. which is actually the they're state beautiful. dog of Texas. They're, they're, oh, I didn't beautiful. know that. Yes, it's the official state dog of Texas. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, that's the kind of thing that Perry knows. Right. Um, So, but they're hunting dogs and so they're super high energy too. So that's the other thing. I mean, they run like, I mean, part of their breed is they have greyhound in them. So they,
0: they they, run forever.
1: They can run forever. Like when he takes them to the ranch, they will run at full tilt for like seven miles in front of the Polaris going like 20 miles an hour. Oh my gosh. There's, so what I'm saying is I can't walk them across through the neighborhood and get their energy out.
0: (laughs) Right. You know,
1: like there's not like, let's go for a walk. Um, So, but when we got them, we went to go get them and we knew we were going to get Piper. And then we got there, they had Mabel left and she was the last one. And so we didn't feel like we could leave the sister behind.
0: Oh,
1: I know. And so, um, so we took her and I, I, I'm so really, I have to say, I'm really glad that we have two because they keep each other company as much as, I mean, in the whole scheme of things, I don't know that two puppies is any harder than one puppy.
0: That's, I mean, yeah, you're doing the same thing.
1: Yeah. Puppies are just hard. But from what I know, like Gully's got a golden doodle. I have a lot of friends that have like golden doodles. Her mom has labradoodles, but they're kind of more like people. Like I don't think they're like super high energy dogs necessarily.
0: We're excited.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I mean, like her, like her mom has these Labradoodles, and they're like the best dogs because they don't smell. Mm-hmm. They don't shed a lot. No, and
0: they're real laid back for the most part. I think yeah. it's going to be great. We're excited. It's great move. It's our first puppy to ever have, and we finally oh. have a big enough house where we can, like, live with the dog and four children. Yes. And, and land, you know, all that. So we feel more prepared than we ever have.
1: Yes. Yeah, so now, are your kids giving you all the like? We're going to scoop the poop. We're gonna oh, you know it. You know, you know they won't. You know they're dirty liars. Right.
0: They, they don't even.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have to remind Caroline all the time. I'm like, you
0: promised you would scoop the uh-huh. poop. Well, you but know, I'm- we have we got two cats because I needed someone that was going to take care of mice and snakes for me. Yeah, that was smart. And so that I, my kids are like, we'll do everything for them. I <laughs> think that they have done one thing, like they've fed them one time. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's me. Yeah. You, like essentially you have cats and now you're getting a puppy. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. That's it. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. so. Mm. Okay. Well, I love it. We're excited for our new Labradoodle. We don't have well, a name congratulations. yet.
1: Congratulations. Okay. Know. Boy, girl, do you know? Girl. Okay. All right. Do you have names in the running or is it like, will it be a family decision?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. Aaron's really into Friday night lights right now. And mm-hmm. so he wanted to name the dog coach Taylor, but I was <laughs> like, it's a girl, <laughs> and Tammy. I was He's like, I don't Tammy. know if we can have a dog named Tammy. But then he was like, what about Layla? And I was, I mean, Lila. And I was Lila. like, I don't know. It seems too, like, I don't want to think of Lila Garrity every time I look at this dog. So. Uh, yeah, Lila had
1: some problems. I know. So, so we don't know. She you don't, don't know. want Tyra either. No,
0: we don't want Tyra. <laughs> Although Tyra and um, what's his face are my favorite kind of like storyline. Oh, Tyra. Oh, and Riggins. No, no, no. Oh. Redheaded. Oh, Landry. Landry. Landry's Landry. my favorite character. Yes. I like now, I love now Landry. Landry would
1: be a good that's a good puppy <gasps> nut.
0: That is. That's cute. I like that. Uh, okay. Oh, I like I'm Landry. Have to Throw that, that be, out to Aaron. I know.
1: Well, and you think labradoodles are kinda have that kind of hair like Landry has. That too. is so
0: true. So, I think okay. we might have a winner. Oh, there you go. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Happy Half Hour. Thanks. It was so fun, Jamie. Thanks for having me. I hope your summer is amazing. Guys, thanks oh, for listening is cute. to the show. Um, this last Wednesday, if you didn't hear the show, it was Ashley Noel. and We talked about Supper Clubs and Justin Bieber. So <laughs> listen to that if you haven't. And next week is Jessica Robertson. We talk about adoption and parenting all kinds of jazz. So, Melanie, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great summer. I will. You too. Thanks, Jamie.